In order to truly become part of the global business environment, your business needs to constantly change and adapt to a variety of new constants. Welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders with Kimberly J. Lewis. We will help you navigate these changes on today's program and help you think beyond the boundaries. The opportunities are limitless if you are prepared. Now, here is your host, Kimberly J. Lewis. Hello and welcome to Leadership Beyond Borders. I'm Kimberly Lewis, your host, and today we're really going to go the extra mile because I'm so excited to have one of the most inspirational guests I have ever had on my show, and he is also the founder of Extra Mile America. But I'll come back to his introduction in a few minutes. So before we begin, if you're new to our show, welcome. And if you're returning, then thank you for your loyalty. For our new listeners, let me tell you a little about what Leadership Beyond Borders is about. Leadership Beyond Borders is about helping you become aware of the best leadership practices, leadership trends, and thoughts around leadership. But we also talk about business issues that leaders need to be aware of in order to lead their businesses successfully in today's global marketplace. Over the last month, we've covered a lot of subjects from data privacy to trust in leadership, and we have talked a lot about trends in leadership, and we've listened to a lot of advice. So, Tune in and listen to our past episodes. You can access them on Voice America Business Channel under Leadership Beyond Borders. You can download us on iTunes or Google Play. We have some great leadership stories and leadership advice. You can also reach out to me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. If you are interested in being a guest in the show, contact me. We do have a worldwide audience. If you have a compelling business story, if you're a leadership expert or passionate about something in business or something about yourself, reach out to me. You can also go to my website, leadershipbeyondborders.net, globalbusinesstherapy.com, and check out what we have to offer. But as I said, make sure you listen to us each week. If you're in a leadership position or aspire to be in one, if you're a business owner, regardless of your business is local or international, make sure you tune in each week and we will make sure that you take away something useful for either your business or yourself. And now on to what we're going to talk about today. Now, when I invite guests on on the show, a lot of times I do a lot of research and I do a lot of reading, and I read a really inspirational book from the guest that we have today. The book was called A Better Life, and when I was reading that book, I I was reflecting on my own time and what I do every day, because this book really made me think, and I was thinking about how how the deluge of information today by the media and the information sources we have are really bombarding our brains. I mean, this is such a large volume of information, it could even overload a powerful computer. And look what it's doing to us. I mean, we're getting quite distracted uh, with all this information. I mean, I read in the studies that the total consumption of information from television, computers, and other information was estimated for the United States only to be at about 3.6 million gigabytes. Now, that's amazing, all that just coming into my brain, okay? And combine that with the overly hectic lives we leave today, and it's no wonder many of us lie awake, and I don't know if some of our listeners do this, but I'm sure a lot of you do. You lie awake, you wake up in the middle of the night, and you have your brain is just going a lot of miles an hour, and you have this little checklist, and you can't get back to sleep. And we get so preoccupied. We get preoccupied that we actually forget that we're, we're human beings, and we're not just responsible for ourselves, but we're also responsible for adding value to those around us. And... When we get preoccupied, we forget that. But our guest today has thought a lot about this, and his initiative, The Extra Mile, has people all over the world thinking about how they can manage their lives better while contributing to those around them. And our guest today is Sean Anderson. Sean is a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, success coach, and he's written six books that have sold over 75,000 copies. Some include Soar to the Top, 
And his latest, the one I just finished reading, A Better Life, an inspiring story about starting over, reached number one in Amazon's motivational and self-help categories. He is the founder of Extra Mile America, whose mission is to empower individuals, organizations, and cities to go that extra mile in order to create positive change. He's built a million-dollar company, pedaled a bike across the United States, and inspired thousands through his speaking and writing. He's also an adventurer. Not only did he pedal that bike across the United States, which was over 4,000 miles, he has also walked across Japan, Ireland, Spain, and Portugal, and many other countries. And this is all in the inspiring himself to go that extra mile. So his books and his interviews really radiate positive vibes and make you come away feeling really great about yourself and make you come away thinking that it's, it's possible to conquer everything, but while you're doing that, you can also give value to other people. So, Sean, welcome to the show. Gosh, it's my privilege to be with you, Kimberly. Thank you so much. So, Sean, let's let's start out with your story, okay? Because this is just so exciting. I mean, you you were an entrepreneur, you had a company, and then you decided to become an author and a motivator. And and what made you do this? Well, you know, it, it's always been planted in me to be a cheerleader for other people, uh, to be the person who claps for you and says, "Kimberly, you can do it. You got it in you. Come on, girl, you go." Because we live in a world where there aren't many clappers. There aren't many cheerleaders. We live in a world where there's people that say, Kimberly, I don't know. You better think about that. I, I don't know if you should take that risk. Kimberly, that's a terrible idea. You shouldn't go for it. I wanted and I've always been the opposite. I've always been the one that's wanted people to climb the mountain if, if that was their mountain to climb. Yeah. And, and, and when so you had your business and then you decided to to really just start in you know writing and inspiring people and um, kind of moved out of the business and did this full time or what was well, the transition I, I had I had success with writing two books as an avocation before soar to the top my very first book mm-hmm. uh, was a book that I just had a message inside me that I just wanted to get out there and so I, it wasn't to, to make money. It wasn't to do anything. And it still sold about 45,000 copies. And and that book really planted the seed in me that, you know, there is power in writing and people want to, mm-hmm. uh, they want to learn, they want to grow. And, and, and so it just kind of all came from that first book. Okay. And what about this recent book? Because I just finished that, um, A Better Life. And I, I tell our listeners, it's really great. And, it, you know, it's a story about Jay, a story that could happen to any of us. Um, was this a, a fictional or a kind of from stories from your friends? Or how, maybe tell us a little bit about this book without giving it all away, because I thought it was great. <laughs> Well, I, I believe that any author that writes a book, it comes from his experience in life. And certainly this book, although Jay Garfield, the main character, was not me, there was certainly parts of his life, questions that he would ask that that certainly resonated with me. And, and basically, Jay Garfield is a guy who who's coasting in life until one day he goes to work and he loses his job and his whole world mm-hmm. blows up. And I think many, many people can relate to all of a sudden their world is blowing up in a moment. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it but it's really inspiring and really positive. And um, as I said, I urge people to 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 read this book. Um, I enjoyed it. And so these these inspirational. You're not just writing ins- inspirational stories. You're also doing your things yourself. And you're adventurous. And you've been you, you talk about this walking. You know, how did you start this? You know, you said you do this to inspire yourself. I think I read. Um, you walked across Japan, Spain, Portugal, Ireland. How did this come about? Well, I believe that life is not meant just to look at the pictures in a book, but it's it's meant to create the pictures. And 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 certainly, I love the world, and I've been privileged enough to, to travel to, I guess, to over fifty countries now. And and I I can't think of a better way to see the world than by foot. And so I've now crossed Spain and Portugal border to border. I've crossed England and Ireland coast to coast. I've walked seven hundred fifty miles around Shikoku, Japan, this June. I'm leaving again to walk across another country. I'm going to be walking 500 miles across the country of Italy. And, you know, it just helps me find my simple. 
That's the bottom line. It helps me find my simple. It gets it gets me away from all the noise, my cell phone, the computer, the people wanting my time, and it helps me find my most empowering and purposeful self. I call it axe sharpening, and I believe that anybody in life that truly wants to find them best, their best selves, they have to find activities for them that sharpen their axe. Imagine if you were to split wood with a dull axe. It doesn't go very fast. If you have a sharp axe, you're able to cut through. You're able to achieve and do what you want to do in your life. So that's it's axe sharpening for me. Mm-hmm. That's the axe sharpening. I like I like that analogy. That's really great. And but when you when you start to do this stuff, Sean, you're also you really have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I mean, was this easy for you to do, or was it hard for you to do? I mean, um, it's kind of it's growing yourself in a, in a different kind of way and getting out of your comfort zone, or is. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Every single time. It's the same as even though I'm a speaker and I've spoken hundreds and hundreds of times, every single time I still have to step out of my comfort zone. Every time Mm -hmm. I get on stage, I'm still feeling about 150 butterflies that are all competing for position in my tummy. And it's the same way when I go in June to walking across Italy for about two weeks beforehand when it becomes real that I got to catch an airplane soon and I'm starting to get, you know, everything ready to go. I'm starting to go, why... Do I do this? Why? This is going to be incredible. <laughs> uh, you don't speak Italian. You don't know where you're going. You've got nothing but a backpack. You know, oh, my God, what are you doing this for, dude? And, and, and you know, so, yeah, it's like that. We, yeah. but, but, but every time, Kimberly, that we step out of our comfort zone, our comfort zone extends a little bit further. The joy, the happiness, the harmony, the adventure, the romance, everything about life becomes more rich. That's why I do it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's hard to do that. I mean, I, I know sometimes I struggle myself in stepping out of my country, but there are people out there, and I'm sure you're, you're, you're a career coach, you're, you're a life coach, you work with people, you're an inspirator. Um, there are people out there who just don't step out of their comfort mode or have a hard time doing it. What kind of advice do you have for, for people to help them step out of their comfort zone? Well, they've got to want to, first off, they've got to see that there's something on the other side of their comfort zone that's worth going to visit. Because if Mm -hmm. if the person never has that inkling, if they never hear that whisper that, Kimberly, there's something over there, go, go see it. If you never have that whisper, I can't plant that whisper in you. Mm. All I can help is that if someone has the whisper, help them find the courage to overcome their fear to cross the line. But, you know, you and I can't create dreams for others. Dreams are something that's in us or they're not in us. I believe that every single one of us has dreams. But people like you, people like me, people like many of our listeners, we're the ones that can help clap for people to go and chase that dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But isn't it, isn't it true sometimes maybe, maybe people I, I don't know that there's there's something outside there have you ever you know that sometimes it's a discussion or awakening um i get the part you know i'm clapping for somebody and and there are people like us who say well we're just going to try this you know we're going to try to do something um but are there people out there that that maybe just don't realize that there's something more well, I, yeah, of course there are, there are, there is, but, but there's something more for all of us in different ways. I mean, just because I love to walk across countries doesn't mean that Kimberly does, but yet Kimberly might have a sincere passion for animals and she might want to volunteer and, and rescue, you know, rescue dogs or something. And so it's, it's a matter of, of, of knowing what it is that you really love, what it is that you really like in life. And it's finding ways to, to fulfill that because what we love, what is pure to our hearts, that's our passion passion and usually what we what we tie to our passion is is what's called our purpose and you know it's all of us just find purpose in different ways all of us have different purposes defined Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'd like to come back to that. We're going we're gonna to take a break in a minute. I'd like to come back and talk about finding that purpose and, and, and how, maybe helping our listeners learn a little bit about how they can try to find that themselves because I think that's a really important point you're making. Um, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, sometimes we need a little nudge. We need a little push the envelope and um, maybe just have some advice for our listeners about that and how to find that purpose and that mission. But with that, Sean, we're going to take a quick break. And for our listeners, we are talking to Sean Anderson. And Sean, Sean is, has found, is the founder of the um, Go an Extra Mile. Uh, 
He is also the author of A Better Life and has sold over 75,000 books, was it, Sean? Okay, I'm just looking at my notes here. And he is just really great. I mean, this first session has been super inspirational, and I really want to hear your thoughts about mission and purpose when we come back. For our listeners, if you want to reach out to Sean, you can reach out to Sean on extramile.org or seananderson.com. He's also on Facebook under Extra Mile America, um, Twitter to Sean Anderson, and on LinkedIn, Go the Extra Mile. And if you want to send Sean an email, you can send Sean an email at Sean at SeanAnderson.com. And with that, Sean, we're going to take a short break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Skilled migrants throughout the world can face a variety of challenges. Many times they settle for jobs that are below their skill level because their education and qualifications are not recognized. Do we need local experience in a global world? Join host Alma Besserton for The Global Workplace. We'll explore the issues being faced by migrants as well as showcase diversity and recognize the leadership and inclusion roles of some of today's top global organizations. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's Business Channel. I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis, and today we are speaking with Sean Anderson, best-selling author, international speaker, success coach, and founder of The Extra Mile. So, Sean, we we talked a little bit about your story and and some of your adventures, which are really cool. Um, I want to come back to the one in Italy uh, that you're going to be doing in June. Um, But I want to stay on the subject of this comfort zone, because this is something that I see a lot in leadership. I see a lot in in private life and family and just um, people kind of struggling to find that they don't they can't define their covered comfort zone because they don't understand if their purpose or their mission or they they haven't been able to find one. Do you have any advice on that? I mean, does does everybody have one? Um, and and how can people find one? Well, you know, that's a big question in, to, to ask, and people have been asking it probably since the beginning of time. Why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? And, you know, I usually start by asking you, Kimberly, what is it that you love? What is it that you love? Tell me about your life. And we see what you get excited about because, because our purpose, in order to really to really give legs to our purpose, we've got to be excited about it. And it's got to be attached to something you love, which is your passion. So let's find out first what it is that you love. See, someone doesn't have to have a job that's dedicated to their purpose because purpose to me is not about job. It's about contribution. It's about what we're giving back in life. Why are we here? It doesn't have to be about, you know, the eight to five you go to, but it's about everything else about your life. It's about all 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So if I, for example, if I'm in a job that, uh, and I'm working in a telephone call center and I just, I love to talk to people, okay? And um, so it's not really about, you know, what I'm doing, it's really about what I love to do. And people should really think about 
what they like to do. Absolutely. And it's about what you give back. I mean, because mm-hmm. if, if we take that call center analogy, the reason that you like to talk to people is because you like the feedback that you're getting from people. So somehow you're putting out energy, you're putting out positive seeds that are coming back to you. You're making people feel great. People in turn are making you feel great. That's an energy that's really symbiotic and that's just making good things happen. So that's what that's about. You love people. You love giving to people. And in turn, that feeds you again and the whole snowball keeps rolling faster and faster and faster down the hill. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I mean, I'm, a, I'm personally, Sean, I'm a very positive person, um, so I can completely relate to this. But also in, in my life, I, I'm sometimes dealing with people who are quite negative, okay? Um, and it might not just be, you know, getting out of their comfort zone, but are quite negative. And today, our environment's so competitive, and as I was talking about, so much information that Sometimes that breeds that negativity. Uh, negativity is there, you know. Uh, how can we try uh, together, not j- to get over this? Well, you know, negative negative thinking are the thoughts that are circ- circling in your head. And the cool thing is, is that the that the the computer that sits on your shoulders, you've got the ability to program that computer. So if there's negative circling in there, then we need to rechange the programming. We change the thinking to so the thinking becomes positive because only when the thinking becomes positive do the feelings become positive. And then only when the feelings become positive do the actions become positive. So let's go back to the source that we can control, the thinking. Let's control that by putting in positive thoughts, positive inspiration every morning instead of thinking about, oh my God, this is what I've got to do today. I've got to do this and this and this. Why not? Why not start your day with this? Ask yourself three morning questions. Number one, man, what am I excited about doing today? Okay. Let me think about that. What's one thing I'm super excited about? Okay. Got it. Number two, who can I serve today? Who can I encourage today? Who can I inspire today? Who can I motivate? Who can I clap for? Ah, yeah, I got that one. Number three, what am I grateful for? You see, if you start asking yourself questions like that, it turns your whole day around. Your day becomes not what you have to do, but what do you get yep. to do? Those are three great questions. And, and I, when I think about it, Sean, I mean, there we wake up in the morning and we probably think about, you know, we're in control of our thoughts and we think about what we have to do. But how often do we really think about, well, who am I going to serve? You may think about that in kind of an indirect way and, and who you're grateful to. I think those are three really, really powerful things that could really underlie a change into positive thinking, especially in the stressful world we are today. Um, and they could also probably help you get out of your comfort zone also, couldn't they? Sure, absolutely. You know, they can help you just take baby steps, baby steps, baby steps to get you to where you want to go. I mean, every day, if someone just gives themselves, though, a person of the day, you know, Kimberly, who's your person of the day? And it's your responsibility, your privilege to go and motivate or encourage that person's person's world. You're throwing value out into the universe. And every time that we throw value out into the universe, value is going to come back to us. I got to tell you, the reason that I am a motivator and a person who loves to inspire people is because of how much I get back. Every time I clap for you in the inside, I keep growing. I keep growing in inspiration and motivation because that's what I'm giving to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's super positive. And when you said baby steps, I'd li- I'd like to t- I'd like to talk about that because sometimes when you're talking about purpose and you're talking about mission, I, sometimes that turns in my head. At, I, I think about goals, okay? And um, you know, we sometimes have very big goals and we have sometimes have very small goals. And I just want to give you um, a quick fun story. I don't know if you you're probably aware in the Olympics. Um, in the Super G recently, because I'm call- I'm from the Czech Republic here. We just had the gold man medal winner in the Super G from the Czech Republic, this little tiny country here. Um, and Esther Ledeka, who she was not even on the radar for any kind of gold medal. And I read an interview uh, in the paper, and she was so surprised at herself, and she said all she did was think about the intro steps, the little goals. So do you think 
do you think that's the way to go about it is take step by step or to have a big picture in your mind? I mean, I'm sure she had a gold medal in her mind sometime, but she was focusing on the little steps. What, how do you think you go about achieving these things? Well, you know, I celebrate stories like that because her achievement makes me as a little guy feel as if mm-hmm. I too can stand on the gold medal platform someday in my yep. own in my own sort of way. I, I am so big on inches. For example, okay, so when I walk 750 miles around Shikoku, Japan, I got to tell you at first, you go 750 miles and you go, holy <laughs> sh- <laughs> holy yeah. sh- sh- you know. So I'm on day one, I'm off the airplane. I've got my backpack on. I'm tired because I haven't slept because I've been stressed <laughs> the whole time thinking about, oh my God, I'm walking across this, this country. I pray to God they speak English there because I know no words of Japanese <laughs> and I can't read those characters. Those Japanese characters are just like crazy. And so I, I'm, I'm off the airplane and I'm going, okay, where do I go? Where do I go? Oh my God, 750 miles of this stuff? Are you freaking kidding me? So, you know, no sleep, backpack. I'm hot, I'm sweaty, I'm hungry. I can't, I'm a vegetarian. I can't find anything to eat on the first day. Yeah, a part of me says, get back on the plane, go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, 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 but so, but then I just have a little self-talk and I say, okay, 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 time out. You're tired. Thank God today we're only going this 10 miles. You can do that. That's all. Don't worry about anything else. Just 10 miles. It's going to be an amazing day. You're going to see things you've never seen before. Just count, Just start walking. Let's go. Come on. You got this. Oh, this is fun. Okay, we're having a good time now. Keep walking. You know, you keep doing that every single day. One day turns into one week and I've now crossed, you know, I've now gone 140 miles. Then, then it turns into something else. Well, 48 days later, I'm 100 yards away from the 750-mile finish line because I took it one Mm -hmm. inch, one mile, one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Super, super example of that. And, uh, yeah, I have to say, we this story of the Super G here in the Czech Republic was just so inspiring, I think, to everybody. And now with your story on top of it, that's that's really good. Inch by inch, mile by mile, that's perfect. And Sean, when you when you're doing this this inch by inch and mile by mile, um, yourself, do you do you still keep in your head, you know, okay, at the end it's the 750, or do you really just only concentrate on on the inch by inch and mile by mile? Is there kind of the still in in your brain that big goal at the end no never Never. and I I learned this the very I've I've pedaled a bike across the United States twice and I learned this the very first time I pedaled a bike so I've rode the bike I'm a non-bicyclist I'm pedaling across the country and I'm in the state of Utah which if you look at a map of the United States Utah is basically less than one-fourth of the way across the United States I'm tired my legs are sore my body is sore and I look at this map in this truck stop of the United States and I go okay okay Hey, where am I? That's where I started, right there in California on the ocean. I look at Utah and I go, oh my God, are you effing me? I mean, this is ridiculous. Are, are you kidding? I mean, how am I going to get to the end? So right there I learned. Don't ever look at the finish line when you're not even close. Just keep moving forward. Oh, wow. That's great advice. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> John, uh, John, I have a question that I'm dying to ask you, okay? Because this is a question that, that makes me personally sometimes crazy when I, when I, when I talk with people. And um, it's, it's the, the big question of the what if, okay? Um, years ago, I had a leadership trainer who, who said to me, you know, it really doesn't matter, okay? Because in the past, the what ifs happened and in the future, you can't control it. Um, what, what, how do you feel about that word, what if, when people start to use, yeah, but what if? <laughs> you know, honestly, Kimberly, the only what if I'm ever, I really ever care about is at the end of my life, uh, uh, you know, when I'm taking my last breaths, I, I say to myself, God, what if I would have tried? What if I would have done that? What if I would have just had a little bit more courage? Those are the only what ifs I care about. I don't care about the other what ifs. I care about the I care about making sure on my last breath that I'm not saying what if. I want no what ifs. And I got this, this real awareness that the fact that life is short from this survey many, many, many years ago by, by a guy named Anthony, Dr. Anthony Campolo. And he asked he asked 50 people. 
over the age of 95, over the age of 95. I mean, those are people you want to listen to if you want to know about life. He asked them, so what are your, what are your regrets? Okay, what are your regrets? Three answers. Number one, I wish I would have risked more. Mm-hmm. Number two, man, I really wish I would have reflected more. And number three, man, why didn't I do more things that lived on after I was gone? I would risk more. I would reflect more. I would do more things that lived on after I'm, I'm gone. That's what I re- know. That's what's in my soul and my spirit. That's what keeps me making sure that at the end of my life, I don't be saying, what if I had walked across Italy? I'm going for it. No. And and that goes right back to what you talked about before. I mean, the risk factor of stepping out of your comfort zone and then the reflecting and, and the doing is the passion and the mission. So it, it kind of fits together. I mean, it's really interesting. I've never seen that, that study um, because sometimes you think when I first started to say that, I started to think, well, what they're going to say, um, you know, I spent more time with my children or, you know, something like that, but risk reflection and doing that's, really at the heart of it, isn't it? Yeah, doing more things that live on after you're gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Sean, we're going to take another short break. And um, when we come back, I, I want to talk a little bit about the extra mile with you also um, and hear about that. So for our listeners, we're talking with Sean Anderson. We're going to take a short break now. If you want to reach out to Sean, you can go to his website at seananderson.com or his email at sean at seananderson.com. He can also reach him on extramile.org and he's also on Facebook under Extra Mile and on Twitter at 2 Anderson, and on LinkedIn under Go the Extra Mile. And I'm your host, Kimberly Lewis. I'm a leadership trainer, business expert, and the director of the European Women's Leadership Academy 2020, promoting diversity in Europe, not just gender diversity, but cultural and gender diversity. And with that, we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Skilled migrants throughout the world can face a variety of challenges. Many times they settle for jobs that are below their skill level because their education and qualifications are not recognized. Do we need local experience in a global world? Join host Alma Besserton for The Global Workplace. We'll explore the issues being faced by migrants as well as showcase diversity and recognize the leadership and inclusion roles of some of today's top global organizations. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Beyond Borders. Do you have a question or comment about our show? Please send an email to leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Again, that's leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. Now back to this week's program. Welcome back to Leadership Beyond Borders on Voice America's Business Channel. We are speaking with Sean Anderson, best-selling author, international speaker, and success coach, and founder of The Extra Mile. Now, Sean, um, we've talked a lot about moving out of the comfort zone. We talked about goals and, and taking them step by step. 
and you just told us about that study, uh, which was very, very interesting on uh, the interviews of 95-year-olds and what they would have done better in their life. And we talked about, you said the the answers they gave were risk, reflection, and and doing, you know, more doing. But I want to stay in that risk because it kind of goes with the comfort zone issue that we're talking about. But stepping out of your comfort zone is scary. And and it seems, you know, it's a, there's a, you know, it's a little bit, people can be a little bit fearful to do that. What's, what's your take on, you know, or advice on helping people get over that fear? Well, there's, there's no single word in life, I think, that prevents people from failing to maximize their human potential more than that four-letter word, F-E-A-R, fear. And, you know, we're always, a fear, fear is what stops us because we're afraid of, first off, we're afraid of failing, we're afraid of losing, we're afraid of what Kimberly's going to think of me if I don't do that, we're afraid that, you know, we're going to get hurt, we're going to, all these, all these all of these emotions that keep us safe, but that keep our feet grounded. We don't have a chance to ever soar and reach our ultimate potential when we feel fear. So how do I overcome fear? Because first off, Kimberly, let me tell you, I feel fear. I don't have a Harry Potter magic wand that's able to get rid of my fear or your fear or anybody's fear. But what I do have and what you do have and what every listener has is the ability to overcome the fear and this is how we do it when the adventure of what you're of what you want to do becomes stronger than the fear that holds you back always will you find the strength to do it and that's and that's what you do and that's what you face with your adventures and you just say i'm going to get up and i am going to do that i am going to walk across italy and um i'm coming back to your advice don't ever look at the finish line take it little by little and little steps also help you get over get over the fear a little bit better don't you think yeah, you know, the first step is I go to Italy. All I all I'm worried about is getting on the airplane. Then all I'm worried about, <laughs> then all then all I'm worried about is 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 making sure I've got my backpack because I I'll, I'll tell you what, recently in November I was in Barcelona and I was walking down La Rambla and I got uh I got hit by a uh uh, uh Put it this way, I had everything stolen. I had my passport stolen. I had my cash stolen. I had my credit card stolen. My phone was stolen. And so if you ever want a real sense of uh, an amazing race adventure, try being in a foreign country without anything. So so as I go into Rome, the first thing I'm going to do is, okay, I got all my stuff. Am I, am I okay? <laughs> then my next step is to go, okay, I need to find a map to get out of this airport. That's my next step. <laughs> then after that, I go, okay, now. Which way's east? Which way's west? Which way's north? Which way's south? Let's go. So that's how I measure it, man. And my brain is so full of just that adventure. I'm not even thinking about what's going to happen 30 days from now. Mm-hmm. You kind of get preoccupied and with the with the adventure and the excitement, and then the fear kind of disappears. <laughs> yeah, go. Just live your now. Live the now. Because if if we just live the now, go. Oh my God, that zip lining seems so cool. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. If you go do that, then that's going to get you up there. And before you know it, you would have finished and you would have overcome your fear. Yeah, yeah. I actually, it's funny you said zip line. I had to do that with my niece last year. I didn't have to do it, but I did it with her. And it was the same thing. I stood up there and I said, "Oh God, what the hell? I'm way too old to do this." <laughs> and, and she was only six, and she's like, "Well, you have to do it." You know? Good <laughs> so, for you. So, anyways, um, yeah, that that's really great advice, Sean. And Sean, I want to I want to talk a little bit about the extra mile. Okay, so um, just how did this idea come about? Well, in, in uh, 2009, there was a lot going on in America that was really bad. Uh, businesses were being closed. Banks were closing. People were losing their homes. People started really losing that basic concept that if you want to change your life, 
you look at the person, the man, the woman in the mirror, and that's the person responsible. They started looking at their spouses saying, what are you going to do to make our relationship better? They would look at their boss and say, what are you going to do to make sure that we don't close as a business and that I continue to make money? Then, then of course, they look at the government and say, what program are you going to create to get to get my life back on track? And so I wanted to remind people that if you truly want to create change in your life, quit looking at your spouse, your neighbor, your best friend, your boss, your the government, you, but you look at you and you don't keep doing what you're doing now because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep going to where you're going. So you've got to give more, do more, be more. You've got to go the extra mile. So as a symbol of that, at that time, I used my non-bicyclist body and I did it in a Forrest Gump sort of way. I pedaled 4,000 miles across the United States. My staff created events in 21 cities where I had the privilege of interviewing over 200 people who had been identified as having gone the extra mile in life. And at the end of that uh, tour, I gave away $10,000 of my own money to the stories most inspirational to me. So that's how it started. It became bigger than I could have imagined. That first year, 23 cities declared extra mile day where they clapped for volunteers that were doing extra mile things in their, in their city. Last year, November 1st, 2017, five 127 wow. cities jumped on board. Wow, that's amazing. My gosh. And is that still, I'm sure it's probably still growing too, because I was yeah. looking at the website. And um, what was, when, during this whole, this whole process, what, what was maybe one of the most inspirational stories you heard of somebody going that extra mile? Mm. There was a woman that I met uh, across the Midwest. Her name was Sheila Holsworth. And after I had spoken, this woman was escorted up to me and she was on someone's arm. And the reason she was being escorted to me up on someone's arm is because she was 100% blind. She had two glass eyes. And and Sheila hadn't always been blind. When she was eight years old, the orthodontic headgear that she was wearing on her face so to straighten her teeth, one day it snapped. And when it snapped, the rubber bands came up and it gouged out both of her eyes. Oof. So from that day on in life, Sheila had these two glass eyes. Well, she didn't let it stop her. She went the extra mile. When I met Sheila Holsworth, she was in her late 40s, and she had become an international record holder in downhill skiing as a blind person. She was a a trick water skier jumper, not just holding on to the rope behind the boat, but she would do jumps. She pedaled a bicycle tandem across her state. She went to. She proves to me that no matter no matter what our setback is. Oftentimes, it's just what we let our setback become in our brain. So Sheila Holsworth did these amazing extra mile things and now has accomplished things that, that, that so many of us have, would, are fearful to do with two good eyes. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's, an, that, that's incredible. That really is an incredible story. And, and also a really good example for each one of us out there of, of really, once again, going out of your comfort zone and, and grasping life. And this is the, that's what it's about, isn't it, Sean, this extra mile? It's about, you know, how can I give value um, myself? What kind of value can I give back? Okay. And... Um, as an individual. So is there any special formula or, you know, that, that you kind of talk to people about and say, well, if you really want to give back and you want to give value, then you do this or that. Is there any magic wand or special formula or it's just about each individual? You've, I think you've got to ask yourself the question, what is my contribution? You know, what is my contribution? Because if someone doesn't really want to contribute, you know, you can't make them contribute. But I believe, I believe that human beings do want to contribute. I believe that human beings do want to share, you know, something with the world, with their neighbor, with their family. And, you know, we have a chance every single day in the smallest of ways to contribute. For example, if you're at the grocery store, the checker that's checking your groceries out, why not say, How's your day going? How's it going? Or you look, you know, I, I, you look amazing today. Thank you so much for your smile or whatever. It's, it's, it's about going to your boss at work and saying, you know what? I love this company and I want to, I want to know what else I can do. 
to make sure that we really reach our goals? Is there something else I can do? It's about it's about going home tonight to your spouse and 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 doing something really nice for no reason at all. All of those things, Kimberly, are called going the extra mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something that you could kind of take yourself and say each day, I want to do one really nice thing or I want to contribute something to somebody else's life. And, and it makes you feel good, too, doesn't it? It just really, it changes your complete uh, attitude towards, towards not just yourself, but to everybody else. I find it does anyways when you try to you get, it's positive energy. <laughs> so, uh, certainly if i if i help create a smile in your face i can assure you that my heart's smiling because of yeah. watching your smile that's the way it works yeah. and and that's it but sean on another question that it is a little easier said when it comes to individuals such as myself and um this is about going the extra mile and giving back. And you talked about organizations and companies. And uh, earlier on my show, Leadership Beyond Borders, I had a really great interview with um, Dr. Jeffrey Thompson, who was from Grunier Health, who was talking about what they give back to their community. But I don't, I don't always see a lot of companies or, or co- corporations going that extra mile. What would you, what kind of message do you have for companies and corporations? What can we do better? How can companies help contribute to the overall value of the community and people? Well, I, I, I believe I heard earlier in this podcast you saying something, for example, that there's a, a woman's event that you have coming up, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if just that seed was planted to every single one of those women to take back to their organization to stand up and say, hey, what if we helped give something back to our community? And she started, you know, empowering the other employees around her. And then they went to the president or the executive director or the CEO or the vice president, or whatever. I mean, it's, it's the one voice that starts other voices chiming in. That's what it is. It's us using our one voice to build other voices. That's what it is. And all week, and that, you know what, that's really empowering to me. And it's empowering to me because I always have control over my voice. And if I keep using my voice as passionate as purposefully as I can, I'm going to get other people to jump on board too, right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, start one person at a time in your company. Mm-hmm. So, really, that's, it comes back to the not being afraid. You know, contribute in your company, you know, Tell your company and what you, the example you just give gave is is actually here in Europe a little bit controversial because we talk about gender quotas here in Europe and not everybody wants to do that. Okay, and um, but by but it's a really important issue which we do have to bring forward. So by me as an individual in my company by putting that message out there, then I can actually try to help change this entire social structure and contribute better to not just my company, to the results and to the women. So that's a, that's a really, really great point about that. Um, and, you know, that's what about politics or organization? I mean, you know, that's always a big question. <laughs> what, what can they do better? <laughs> Well, again, you know, I, I can't change any organization or yeah. business. I can only change me. And yeah. when I use, again, when I use my voice and I'm not afraid to, 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 to hold my voice back, we're going to create change. Kimberly is going to create change. And then, and then other people are going to go back and, and hopefully, you know, there's going to be politicians that want to create the change. There's going to be people and leaders of business that want to create the change. But, you know, nothing, nothing's ever going to change unless you and I change first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. So we're 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 with those words. We're we're getting towards the end of our um, our broadcast here, Sean. And before I wrap up uh, and ask you some advice, I want to I want to do an invitation. I want to invite you to look at the Czech Republic as <laughs> one of your new walking places. Um, I I did some research. Okay, from from Ustilaben, which is in the north, to South Bohemia, which is in the south. It's really only two hundred and seventy eight kilometers, so that's only about two days walking. And um, I'd love to invite you. And if you do ever decide to come here, I will join you part of the way. That is my commitment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I, I, I awesome. can't tell you. I, I'll pick the part. But, you know, uh, look at us here in Little Old Czech and come visit us. And um, as we're closing up, uh, first, you know, tell us that you have a newsletter that goes out and you have something called Inspirational Thursday that we can listen to. So you want to tell us a little bit about that, our listeners? Well, I've had many people tell me that you live in one of the most beautiful parts of the world. And <laughs> we should all put it on our bucket list to go visit that part of the world. And I'll tell you what, if there's an awesome hike to be hiked, I'm sure that I will be there eventually. Uh, yes, if people have liked what you and I have shared today, if they if they felt like we gave them the slightest bit of a push up their own mountain, if they feel like we helped pull them to where they wanted to go every Thursday, I write something called Inspiration Thursday, which is a short little push or pull to help you get up your own mountain. And all it is is to try my most passionate best to write something that maybe, maybe, maybe might inspire you. So I've, there's been 315 weeks that we've been consistent on that. This week's number 316. Jump on board every Thursday. I promise you, I will not let you down. Okay, great. And, you ha- and that's Inspirational Thursday, but you also have a newsletter, right, too? That's it. That's what it's That's called. It. That's a put together. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. I just want to ask you, uh, we only have a, a, about a minute more. One sentence, one last sentence to our listeners. What would, what would you say to them? If you really want to live the life you love, never stop going the extra mile. And that's a super way to, to end. Thank you very much, Sean. And for our listeners, we've been talking to Sean Anderson. He is a author, inspirational speaker, coach, and founder of The Extra Mile. You can reach him at extramile.org, seananderson.com, Facebook under Extra Mile, Twitter to Sean Anderson, and LinkedIn under Go the Extra Mile. And I am Kimberly Lewis, your host. I am not just a host of Leadership Beyond Borders. I am also the owner and executive of the Women's Leadership Academy 2020, promoting diversity, both and gender diversity in Europe. We are located in the Czech Republic and I invite you to the Czech Republic and you're right, Sean. Actually, we have a hike. We have more castles in the Czech Republic per kilometer than any other country in the world. So I'm going to put, you do have to put that on your bucket list, okay? And uh, thank you for listening us, listening to us today. Please reach out and contact me at leadershipbeyondborders at gmail.com. And as I do each week, I end with a word and I'm just going to mirror what Sean says and think about going the extra mile. And Sean, once again, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, please tune in to us next week, Tuesdays, Voice America Business, 3 p.m. specific time. And have a great week. Thank you for joining us on Leadership Beyond Borders. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition featuring your host, Kimberly J. Lewis, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great week.